Go. Welcome to another scintillating podcast from the Crockett Realty. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> you just heard you just heard from our new um, our new official Fortunato chocolate taste tester, Luca Church, and we're here with Daniel Church as well. Um, <laughs> my brother. So, if you're listening to this, you're probably already a, a friend and a customer of Fortunato chocolate. My brother Brian is traveling, uh, taking care of some supply chain stuff, and so I'm here with special guest hosts today, Daniel and Luca Church. Our friends here in, uh, where are you guys at? Are you guys in Issaquah or you're North Bend? North Bend. All right, yeah. North Bend, which is a, a, a town outside of Issaquah, Washington, where we have our chocolate shop. Um, I guess I'll just remind everybody to check out fortunatochocolate.com if you want to uh, uh, get some fine chocolate creations. Uh, Daniel, why do you explain to the folks how we met and how we came across each other and how Luca came to be our official Fortunato chocolate chocolate taster? Yeah. So, okay. so are we, you gonna do it? Oh, go ahead, Luca. Tell us. Tell us, Luca. To, to how they make M and M's, and that is why she didn't have it, right? Yeah. So we we found this podcast, and we heard you on it. Keep going, Luca. Uh, Keep it going. Keep it going. And then we came to the came to the place. That's true. You did come over here. So, so yeah, you go ahead, Dan. Yeah, ahead. Luca wanted to listen to a podcast on how M and M's were made, and I found one on owning a chocolate company, and it was your guys's podcast. And I heard you were local, so we went to go check it out and then luca got a job as taste tester <laughs> yeah. yeah and then um i remember your, you didn't you, you like called your sister on the way in and your sister came in and then your oh your, yeah then john oh, came in kid. then your brother john came in and john has yeah, yeah. several children and they all came in and we loaded them up with hot chocolate and stuff yeah so all your cousins yeah. luca yeah all the cousins so the whole family's been there i think now and just so everybody knows, we were going to do this podcast. So originally I had made a promise to Luca that I was going to, I was going to shout him out on one of our podcasts with my brother, but then my, I forgot my brother was traveling. So I dropped the ball on that. And then I asked you the last time you were in here, or the last time you came into the shop, if y'all wanted to just do a podcast with me. And then I sent you an email, but then it didn't show up. And you guys probably thought I, I flaked out. And then I started cold calling everybody in your family. Until I finally <laughs> tracked your brother down. You did <laughs> your, yeah, your bro sounded kind of surprised and like wasn't that, didn't sound that pleased with the fact that somehow <laughs> I, got, I got his number online. It's like, yeah, I knew about that. But how did you get my number? <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't seem like that thrilled that I got his number. So anyways, John, I'm sorry. I was just, just trying yeah, to do the best. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, I keep calling him Jeff. John, yeah, Jeff, sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry about that, Jeff. So, um, Daniel, you're you're originally from around here, right? Is that yeah? Is that I'm the, from from Sammamish. From, from Sammamish. All right. So, for all the people listening who aren't from this area, Sammamish is like, like what was Sammamish? Sammamish is um, a little city outside of Issaquah, where our chocolate shop is. What was yeah, Sammamish so like used to before? Be Issaquah. Sammamish then, used to be part of Issaquah. I mean, yeah, it used to be Issaquah. It was, and then I think they 
incorporated maybe 15 years ago or something like that. So I know like when I talk to people who are originally from this little town that we're in, it was all Luca. what it was all dairy farms. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> By the way, Luca's five, everybody. Just FYI, like Luca's our five-year-old uh, customer friend and also um, official ch chocolate taster. So it's not Can normal. I turn my are you there? On? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay. No problem. Okay, so Luca jumped on his hoverboard and uh, and you ended up getting connected to the hoverboard Bluetooth. Ah, uh, Luca, we're doing a podcast here, man. This is serious business. He was so excited. I mean, he's got to be mobile. No, yeah, listen, Daniel, you don't got to worry about it, dude. Because um, <laughs> I got a six-year-old. I got dude. I got a nine-year-old, a six, and a three, a six-year-old and a three-year-old. You can never make a five-year-old sit still, and especially <laughs> not, especially not a guy like Luca. Dude, well, Luca, he's so excited right now that he's just pacing. And, he, <laughs> and, and Luca's like a, a particularly exuberant kid. Yeah. Yeah, he's got like he's got the most. Um, He's got, he's got like a real, real sweet, energetic personality. So I'm not surprised yeah. too, that he's jumping around all over the place. So, um, but so it's where we're at. And th th there's a reason why I'm asking you about this. So it's where we're at. My understanding is like 20 or 25 years ago, it was just cow pastures. And yeah. now because of Microsoft or whatever, because of the tech industry in Seattle, it's like way busy. What was Sammamish like? Yeah, it was like a small little town. Just kind of, I mean... I think Microsoft was had already taken off when I was a kid. But it was still so, a tiny town. There was not much going on there. Yeah, it was pretty small. I mean, it's grown significantly and it's still growing pretty quick. But like my mom and dad moved there in the 70s. And apparently then it was, you know, like nothing. It was Portland. And now it's sort of a happening little place. And yeah. uh, I can tell you so. I don't know if you guys, when you were listening to the podcast, if you listen to, for example, some stories about the little town where we, we have our office in Peru, where we buy cocoa beans. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting for a long time. Um, we were, we were shipping cacao cocoa beans across this river on a floating barge. Like there wasn't even a, there wasn't even a bridge and this little town like was operating floating all of their 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 crops all of their cattle everything across a barge on a river and then they put a bridge up over the river and all of a sudden that town that little town which was like out in the middle of nowhere is starting to become like a bustling little town it's interesting to see how how little towns become places where people go yeah 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 it's a little bittersweet i mean it's nice you know to see well, we couldn't have a chocolate shop unless there's people around here so there's that yeah. yeah so that's good you, you, but yeah there's been a lot of growth it's it's changed a lot since i was younger yeah um and then what i know we've talked a little bit when you're in here about some of the traveling you've done so when did you like start start traveling and going other places and stuff I think when I was like 19 okay. was the first time I really went anywhere my that's sister a, that's the same with me too yeah yeah no, keep going, man. Your sister went to oh, Switzerland, right? My sister right? Uh, got married and they moved to Switzerland. Um, did she marry a Swiss? Husband, did she marry a Swiss guy? No, her husband. They were kind of like wanted to go travel around, and her husband got a job at Google in Zurich. And uh, so that's that's kind of I went to go visit her and and got to go backpack around Europe, and that was kind of the first 
And that was the first, hey man, so when you went backpacking around Europe, that was the first, had you traveled around the United States or is that the first time you I mean, we had like gone on like vacations to Oregon or something like that. Yeah, but never like really been. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden you're just like backpacking through Europe and Europe's, Europe's, Europe's got a lot of diversity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what was like, what was the perspective that you got from that very first trip? What kind of stuff did you learn? What kind of stuff did you pick up? Yeah. So like with the first, at the beginning, I was just kind of scared, you know, like to, to try and go anywhere. I, I, were you scared you're going to get robbed or were you scared you're going to be yeah, embarrassed because people are going to look down their nose at you because no, you're American? Mostly that I was going to get robbed. I think like, you know, that there's a lot of things that they sell like money belts and you know all these things that you're like i need one of these yeah. and or else yeah. you know i'm gonna like um you're gonna need some pepper spray you're gonna need a taste um yeah like a taser you need the money belt to protect your money you, so you, you hear yeah. about all the scammers and you know at the the people trying to rip you off and so that was i remember being yeah scared going into switzerland which now I think oh you were scared of switzerland that's pretty funny yeah. yeah like i was going around with a money belt and i was broke you know around all these hey wealthy is it, Swiss people isn't by the way so now that we got luca back on the camera luca is so luca's half georgian yeah he's half georgian luca have you been to Ge- have you been to georgia yet luca nope nope i'm taking all yeah. my i'm taking all my kids to, i'm taking all my kids to peru in march all my kids are half, half Peruvian. What are you saying, Luca? What's that? Guess what? what? We are, one day, I think tomorrow, we are going to bring you a chocolate card. I saw the picture. You're going to bring it in? Yeah. But <laughs> that chocolate that we got to make it with, we ate that all already. We're going to have to come back and get some more. All right. So you come back in early, get the chocolate, then go home, make the car, and then come back with the car? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, so after first you got over one, being <laughs> the, first, the, the first chocolate car was a little bit broken, so we couldn't bring it. Was that the first time you ever ate a car, Luca? Or have you ever eaten any other a car? Chocolate car so we had a, have you eaten another car before? Just no. the one car? <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. And the second car we're going to bring for you. I that made me the idea. Okay. A yeah. chocolate nerd car. Um, I'll just tell you both one one thing that I always liked about having our own business is I we can just do whatever we want. I, I have you guys. I know you're an avid podcast listener. Have you ever heard a podcast with a five year old on it before? No. This, and by the way, we have fifty thousand people on our um on our customer list. On our email, then I'm sending this out to all fifty thousand people. <laughs> fifty thousand people are gonna have a chance to, to see our man Luca. That's good. Yeah, that yeah, he's good. pretty excited to be famous. Yo, no, he's gonna be. I mean, you probably not, like for a five year old, he'll be really famous. I don't yeah. know. If, yeah. Um. So let me ask you, man. When you got over the fear of being robbed by the the rich Swiss guys and you were broke, <laughs> then what did you start to like learn about being in a different a different place? I, I guess I like to be, I, I sort of enjoyed going to the off the beaten path places where, um, you know, you get to meet people who are sort of um, excited to meet you too. 
and excited to share their culture with you. And that that's where I feel like, you know, I kind of like getting lost places. You like hop on a random bus or something. And, hey, hey, and did you find that like your fear that someone was going to try to scam you or rob you? Did that come to fruition or were PC, or were the people basically good and hospitable and, and kind? Yeah. I mean, like more than I expected. In fact, I kind of went full circle as far as, you know, it, initially it started out as a, a fear. And then when I ended up living in Europe and, I would purposely put myself into situations where it's like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this, you know? And, like, and yeah, 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 sorry, keep going. I go hitchhiking, you know, it, in rural places where you don't even know if a car is going to come that day <laughs> or something. And it's like, you know, I used to joke with one of my friends that it was like, the travel gods take care of you. Like, there's always something would always pop up. And do like, you, I'm here. Hey, man, from your experience, do you think that? it's easier to do that kind of stuff in, in Europe or overseas than it is here in the United States? Or do you think I, it doesn't really know, matter where you go? I, I feel like it would be the same here, but it's like, if you go to downtown Seattle and you're a tourist, you could get robbed way more get easy. The same kind of treatment yeah. as if, you know, you, you popped up in the middle of some rural place and- That's true. And it's probably like that, like no matter where you go, if you go to the big city, your chances of being robbed are way, way higher than if or just, you're. Yeah, meeting people who like are genuinely excited to talk to you and. Yeah. Um. So and then what you ended up in? I know we talked about this a little bit in the shop, but then you ended up in Georgia. Like how that? Not Georgia, the state. Georgia, the the country that's over by Russia. How'd you end yeah. up over there, man? Well, I um. I went to go teach English over there. So I saw a advertisement for going to teach English in Georgia. And I had traveled. Where did you see that before. advertisement, man? What were you reading? It was on a bulletin board. It was, uh, at, at where? College, in, in college? Washington, Washington. Oh, really? Here at UW? Yeah, they just had it posted up on the wall or something. Okay. All right. And so you just like Georgia. All right, I'm going to just go to Georgia. No one goes. Well, to, no one really goes to Georgia. Yeah, and that was kind of the so I had traveled around. I've been to Turkey and um some of the other countries around there and I've been interested in Georgia. But at the time that I was traveling there before there was a war going on, so I couldn't go. What year was this? Do you remember? That was like 2006. When the war was going on or when you went to Georgia to teach English? No, when the war was going on. What was that war, dude? Was that, was, was that, were they fighting Russia or what was that war? Yeah. R yeah Russia had invaded them, right? Yeah. So there were two breakaway regions that, you know, it's kind of really the same as what's going on now. Unless I think more maybe what happened in Ukraine before so there was part there was like parts of georgia that wanted to that like legitimately just wanted to go be a part of russia and not stay in yeah georgia. but i don't know how much they really wanted that versus you know the russian people that were there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's hard to say i i'm not but the the thing about that area is it's so diverse um i think it's got one of the densest uh language 
it's like language population densities in the world, the Caucasus region. There's tons and tons of different yeah. languages there and really old cultures. Yeah, yeah, and I know, I know just other countries, other countries generally that aren't the United States, like there's, there's so many languages. Yeah. Like basically every, every little region or every little province is another language. I've, I've spoken to a lot of people from India that come into the shop and it's like everybody speaks English, Hindi, and then their local dialect. And yeah. there's like thousands of local dialects. Yeah. Yeah. So Georgia doesn't have that many. There might be like five or six, um, but they're like really diverse languages that are, you know, separated from like thousands of years, probably like the same as English and Latin, you know, they broke off so long yeah. ago. And then, and then, so, so maybe like in those regions, you have these, these people who, who are the locals, there's this diversity. And then there's maybe just like a big block of Russian people. Yeah, there, right. Well, and they may the, not be the they may not be the majority, but they're maybe the ones who are like the most politically influential. And they yeah, and even yeah. in um war, the city I lived in in Batumi, there there were Russian people living there who never learned Georgian. You know, they've like been born and raised in a Georgian town and never learned to speak the local language. So there's still enough of you know, a population of Russians there that you can just get away with being born and raised there and, and only. I mean, that, that, happen, that happens in some places here in the United States, but yeah, like, you know, you could have Chinatown where someone just is like born there and always speaks Chinese their whole life. But they end up going to school. Like there's yeah. Russians. Well, and we're not, and we're not right next to China. So it's not like China could come like make them a part of China or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they um, they took the two regions. There's two regions. There were actually two wars. I think the first one was in the early 2000s, and the next one was in like 2006. Was, was one of those places called like Ossetia or something like that? Isn't that where? Yeah, were? South yeah. Ossetia, and yeah. then there's Abkhazia. Abkhazia was the first one, and they took Abkhazia. Um, so if you look on a map, Abkhazia and South Ossetia are Georgian on the map, but you have to go across a border to get there. So they're behind, like behind Russian, like a R Russian military checkpoints or something like that. Yeah. Huh. Um, how's how's chocolate in Georgia, man? Since this is a chocolate themed podcast, I should at least ask, what's the chocolate scene in Georgia? Do people like chocolate? Yeah, I think everybody likes chocolate, right? <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. I, I, I once was like reading a, a, a magazine and they interviewed. <laughs> They, inter they were interviewing this African tribal guy and they were out there asking about the local cuisine. And he's like, yeah, we eat worms and bugs and stuff. And they're like, why do you eat worms and bugs? Like you guys don't have chicken. He's like, yeah, we got chicken, but we prefer the worms and bugs. They're more delicious. And the lady's <laughs> like, what? He's like, yeah, we just like them better. Like chicken's flavorless. I don't know. We don't like it. And then the lady goes, well, what do you think about chocolate? The guy's like, we love chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> We're way into chocolate. It doesn't matter where you go, dude. People are always into chocolate. Yeah. And, and what does Luca know about Georgia? Does he know anything? He's Georgian. Not that much. No, he talks to his grandparents on okay. Skype. Oh, so his grandparents uh, are still, still living in Georgia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and his cousins and whole family. And like all, all of our family on my wife's side is all in Peru. So my kids yeah, cousins in Peru, yeah. 
But are you going to go back? I mean, you should go back there and check it out. Yeah, I would like to take Luca there. I think his mom wants to also. It would be a good thing because he's even got like Luca's kind of got like a Georgian look to him. Yeah. Yeah. You're like Washingtonian through and through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You, you can be out there like um, cutting down trees and stuff, man. Yeah. It's a cool country. I mean, there's a lot to be proud of for him, I would say. So, so sorry to go back to jump back and forth, but so you ended up what opening up um, hostels in Georgia? Yeah. We had uh, two hostels over there. And, and uh, one, one year, and then uh, we opened another one the next year. And how long, how long did you run those for? Um, we just had like the, during the summer seasons. And what'd you like, do with them? Did you just like sell them when you were done or something? Yeah. I mean, we just rented places okay. and basically set up hostels during the summer. Cause in the winter time it's dead. And what's, um, what's the food like in Georgia? It's good. Yeah. There's uh you know, it's actually popular for Russians to eat some of the Georgian food. They have, um, dumplings are there's pierogies or is it the pierogies no there's uh king dolly oh king dolly they have like soup soup dumplings i don't think they have them here but there is a place where they have hachapuri and i'm saying it really bad i don't want to attempt the look can can you can you get luca to eat kingali and kachapuri or no yeah, no, he'll eat hachapuri for sure. Uh, what is hachapuri? <laughs> what is it's it like a, it's like cheese bread. It's like a pizza with the cheese in the middle. Almost. Okay, but there's a couple kinds, and then one of them looks like a football or something, and it's got the cheese on top, and then they crack an egg in the middle. What? That's hachapuri? Yeah, it's good. Is it? But Luca will eat like that with a cracked egg in the middle. Yeah, Dude. yeah, you mix it up. You want to know something, man? Let me just say something about this. Hopefully, Luke is around so he can hear me saying this. No, he's hiding. He's he took off. One thing I noticed about Luca when he was in the shop, Luca seems like he's a pretty good eater, dude. Like, he'll, he eats stuff. He likes to eat. Oh, not always. No? He seemed to be like a kid who, like, he tried some stuff in here that other kids are like, nah, I really don't want to try it. No? It's hard to get him to eat, eat stuff? You know, it's weird. Like, he'll eat, like some vegetables and stuff for a long time he wouldn't even he wouldn't try a berry <laughs> like any of them like he was just like nope <laughs> like, oh, he's I, like I don't do berries man I'm just not into yeah, it <laughs> and, to, and then we convinced him like okay you're gonna start trying stuff when you're five oh, you, still, you, started, you, pl- plant, you planted that seed we planted those seeds yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then he tried some berries and he's like, I love them. You know, <laughs> that's, that's one of the things dude, that really is frustrating about having a kid that you don't know in this in particular, it's like you, you want to give a kid some food and they won't eat it. But then when you finally do convince them to eat it, they love it. It's like, yeah. Why did you make me work so hard for so long? You should yeah. have just, yeah, you should have <laughs> just tried this thing in the beginning, but to eat cheese bread with an egg on it though, that, I mean, that's, I don't know. That seems kind of adventurous for a five-year-old. I'm surprised you can it's get it. It looks good. I don't know. Once you mix it up, yeah, it's pretty similar to like, like looking like pizza or something. So, look, I sent you bought a box of the vegan brownies when you're in here. Well, Luca, yeah. is he still eating those or does he, did he, yeah, he didn't cool off on those? No. All right. No, but I did offer him one today and he, he, he wasn't, he wasn't that into it. No, he right. didn't want it today, but no, he likes them. Okay. You can, you'll eat those, right? Those aren't going to go to waste? No, 
nothing's gonna go to waste from the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I, I I love those too. Um, yeah, I can't get people to really get into the vegan brownies, even though I think they're a great thing. I think we probably got to give them a different name. Yeah, I mean that kind of turned me off from the beginning. You're like, I know I turned brownies, you off. and I was like, I don't want to like. <laughs> I did come here to be healthy. I know that's the, yeah. People come in here. It's like we have some items that I think are great items, but I, I think people think they're health foods. Yeah, and we didn't make the vegan brownie because it's vegan. We made it because we just like it, and it just yeah, happens. It's really yeah. good. We got to come up with a new name. What a Daniel, let me ask you this. What other stuff would you all like to see? What other stuff does like Luca like that we could make? What's he into? Well, he, because we were talking about what could we, you know, now that he's an employee as the yeah, taste tester, he, he also wanted to contrib contribute. So I asked him what he wanted to do. And he, he went more for the aesthetic side. He, so wants, that, to do, he wants to do molded stuff. Molded stuff. So he was the car. And then with nerds in it. <laughs> <laughs> you remember nerds and how popular they were? Are they still popular? Do you get nerds still? We just had a big box of nerds at the house that we weren't eating. And that's why. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was so into nerds, man. Yeah. I was way in. I loved nerds. And they used to, I don't know if you remember, they used to come in like a three pack. And all three of the, oh, how do you, Daniel? I'm 34. All right, so I'm, I'm 39, so we're close. But I used to get a three-pack of Nerds, and it would be like three different flavors all connected in one box, and they would have dividers in the box, and then each flavor would have its own little flap. Oh, I think I... So I would do it. I'd be... I'd have that in my... I'd be having that in my pocket, just thinking I was... I was hot, dude. <laughs> just thinking I was like <laughs> a, the hottest kid. I'm like, what? Nerds? Yeah, I got grape. I got blue. I got the sour... I got the sour flavor as well. Just be dishing those out, man. That I thought it was that was such a cool thing, and then also Pop Rocks. Do you remember Pop Rocks? Oh well? yeah, yeah. Maybe we do a chocolate car with Pop Rocks. That would probably, yeah. dude. That would probably blow Luca's mind if I did that. So, well, I was asking Luca, you know what, what makes a good chocolate for you, and he's like, well, caramel, of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't it? That's what he said. All right, we got caramel items in the store, but they're probably too weird for him because they got nuts and stuff. No, he likes that stuff. He likes all the his favorite ones, the peanut butter. Oh, the peanut butter pretzels. Pretzel. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if kids would be more stoked if we just started doing like molded dogs and cats and monster I trucks. I saw yeah. Luca was wearing like an Avenger shirt. What if we did like a chocolate Captain America or something like that? You just bite, <laughs> just bite yeah. his foot off. <laughs> Very easy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Um, oh, he likes white chocolate. And I was that, like, I don't even know if that's real chocolate, Luca. It's not he, officially chocolate, but it, it is white chocolate. It's, that's what the, the only thing you could call it is white chocolate. It's not actually chocolate. It's not with cacao. It's got cocoa butter. Oh, it does. Yeah. It's, the main ingredient is cocoa butter. So with your, the, cause you, the chocolate you guys get has like albino pods or something, right? It does, but it has nothing to do with white chocolate. But when you dry it, it, it darkens. What, so you got to ferment cocoa beans. So when yeah. you ferment cacao, it turns brown. And then, it, you know, it's the fermentation and the brownness that gives chocolate its color. But what happens is if you take a cocoa bean or you actually take a bunch of cocoa beans and you put them in a press and you press them, the fat from cacao, because cacao is like half fat. It's a very 
fatty, but it's good fat. It's vegetable fat. But if yeah. if you squeeze it, you can squeeze the oil out of it, kind of like how you do olive oil or whatever, all oils. Like you squeeze them in the fat or avocado oil or something. And it's the oil, the fat and cocoa beans that is the main ingredient in white chocolate. Because the fat is it's like, if you congealed fat is white, you know, that's like the color it is. Yeah. And so that's what white chocolate is made out of. The rest of the stuff that's left over, like the cocoa mass, if you if you grind that up, you get cocoa powder, which is like the baking ingredient that you see at the store. So like cocoa powder is becomes its own thing. It has a longer shelf life without the fat in it. And then the cocoa butter, it's used in lotions and shampoos and is also the main ingredient in white chocolate. But we can't make that much white chocolate because it's too hard. The quantities that you need to press cocoa beans are too large. And we can't, yeah. it's not, it's not worth it for us to make white chocolate. So Luke is probably going to have to be disloyal, you know, and get his, yeah. you know, get his, his white chocolate behind our backs. Oh man. Don't let him, don't let me catch him with white chocolate on his face and stuff when he comes in. Cause no. I mean, where, where have you, where have you been buying chocolate? Where have you been, Luca? You're supposed to be the taster for this company. What you're walking around <laughs> buying white chocolate from other companies. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so when, so when are you guys coming in, man? When, when's the next time you're coming in? When are we going to see Luke? I think we'll have play? to come in this weekend to get to get some chocolate to to bring you a car. The nerds All right. come. <laughs> All right. I'm looking forward to it, man. And let Luca know, the more nerds cars you can make, I'll even put them out here and we'll give them away to other kids and stuff. Yeah. In fact, if you promise me you're going to make nerds cars, I'll give you a couple of blocks of chocolate for free just so you'll do that, just so Luca can do that we work for me. We have to get some more mold. The molds are a little tricky because the thing is that the cars have the windows open. So then how do you mold something with the, with the windows open? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, you're like, you work with your hands, you're a craftsman. So did you hear that Luca? He said that he would give us some chocolate bars to make nerds cars and then he'd give them away. Yeah. I'll have them in the store. I'll give them away to the other kids who want them. Oh man. Uh, you know what I'm doing outside? What, what were you doing? Outside. Can I see the dance move? Because we're going to put you up on YouTube. What's the move? He's not going to do the move for us? Come here. I'm going to do the whole dance. Come on. You Are you to able to turn the phone around, Daniel, so we can see him doing the... He All right, here we go, it. Luca. Let's see it. <laughs> I can only do it outside better. Oh, I don't know, man. I thought that was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I like him. The more slippery, the more better. So, right. Luca, do you have any good chocolate ideas? I don't have any like, chocolate ideas. Okay. All, okay. I, all the chocolate ideas I have is the chocolate cars. That's a great okay. idea. I'm going to give you some bars of chocolate, Luca, so you can make some chocolate cars for us. So, listen, we've already been doing the podcast for like 35 minutes. I think we can sign off, but here's what we need. Luca? I need you to do your dance move, and then I need you to, um, if you don't mind, sign us, sign us off with our, our um, jingle, Fortunato Yum. So do the dance and then go, Fortunato Yum, and sign us off. Go ahead, Luca. Dance and then Fortunato Yum. Hey, Fortunato Yum? Yeah. But, but after you dance, and then, and then yell it. Okay, say it, say it. All you had to do was say Fortunato Yum. That was perfect. Not going to sing. It's the, not going to happen this time, I think. All right. Well, let me just sign off by saying everybody should check us out at Fortunato Chocolate. 
Com, or if you're in Issaquah, like Daniel and you're listening, and Luca and you're listening to this, come on over. Um, our address is on the website, and I'm going to sign us off, Luca. You everybody right. ready for the Fortunato jingle? Fortunato, yum! <laughs> Any final words, Luca? Fortunato, yum. No, he doesn't have to sing it. But say good, have- at least say goodbye to everybody, Luca. All right, little He's summer. It's all, all right. Good. Bye. Thank you, David. <laughs> hey, listen. So I'll um. I'll put this up on YouTube probably tomorrow and okay. put it up on the podcast tomorrow and then I'll send it out to everybody. And now this is an official episode of the Fortunato Chocolate Chocolate Bros podcast. Thank you, awesome. man. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. All right, dude. Have a good All one. Right. All, right. Yep. All right. Bye.